Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We are here because we're on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. Today we wanted to address topics that are specific to women going camping. Uh, and it seems like I'm going to dominate most of this conversation since I've got the female perspective on all this. Yes, you are. <laughs> but Tim will chime in, I'm sure. So a few topics that we thought might be relevant as far as women are concerned. If you're thinking about camping, you're not too sure about it, maybe to try to persuade you. Comfort concerns are one thing that people are sometimes worried about. Hygiene and being able to be clean and then just difficulty of camping. But all of these areas are things that you can kind of adjust as needed depending on whether you want to take all the deluxe package of stuff, camping stuff with you, which we have a fair selection of stuff ourselves. Yep, we have we have the ability to glamp if we needed to, but we also have the ability to not. <laughs> uh, we have the ability to be uncomfortable if we want. <laughs> it's not uncomfortable. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal, man. Uh, so uh, just the, there is availability of all kinds of camping gear. They're ranging from you know, just a very basic sleeping pad, which is fairly thin, and you may feel the ground depending on how how thick or how high end that camping pad is or how rooty the ground is how rooty how bumpy rocky the ground is that you're sleeping on yep. um, but you can have a really big thick queen size pillow top kind of air mattress as well which i think we have three of <laughs> and uh sleeping bag wise like comfort level you can have um, ones that are tailored more for hot weather where it's going to be a lighter cooler sleeping bag or if you are camping in cooler weather, shoulder seasons, or winter camping, then you can have a thicker, fuller, warmer kind of sleeping bag. Yeah, which tend to tend to be sort of uh, mummy style, so less less snuggling with some, somebody else. <laughs> pillow wise, you can take a, a more comfy pillow. We we have ones that are very small, compact, and kind of fold up into a very small bag. Um, and then we've got other like normal pillows that we'll sometimes take with us. I like the small ones though. They're, yeah. they're easy and they, they work quite well. They're comfortable. Yep. And then uh, tent-wise, so there's um, tents that may be harder to put up, tents that may be easier to put up. Uh, we've got a variety of tents also. <laughs> and some of them are, are relatively easy and small and light and compact, and others are bigger and more roomy if we want to be, be able to stand up inside the tent. If it's you know what if it's a if it's a dome tent with fiberglass poles easy peasy and if you are um, wanting something to sit on so you can pull up a log but you can also take a camping chair with you we've got also nice camping chairs to sit on around the fire and other people will opt not to take something that's that big and bulky or just like a little tripod chair is something that won't be as comfortable because there's no backrest on it but smaller more compact uh, there's a range of equipment that you can take to tailor to your own comfort level you can also just if you don't want to deal with the whole packing and lugging stuff and buying stuff is you can airbnb a glamping site on somebody's property so they've got it all set up for you all you do is you go and sleep in their glamping setup and enjoy nature right or you can do a ontario parks like a yurt uh, or a ranger's cabin or, you know, the, that sort of a deal where you have to take your sleeping gear, you, you'll take the stuff you cook with, but there'll be a barbecue, there'll be, you know, uh, beds, there'll be a table and chair, probably a picnic table outside as well. So, you know, varying levels. Yeah, so you can make it as difficult or as easy as you like. 
uh, hygiene and facility wise so again depends on where you're going um, if you're backcountry camping then there's a lake to kind of wash up in and you want to be taking biodegradable soap so that you're not polluting the nature but in, if you're in an Ontario park a provincial park car camping then there's there's shower facilities so you can you can clean yourself up if you want um, they do have well-maintained restrooms and it's there's also like people are sometimes not fond of using the outhouses. Cheryl uh, from Camping with the Coles does a Lou review so if that's something that's you're concerned about you can certainly check out her Lou reviews to see which campgrounds have the better facilities and where that's concerned. The flower or the wilted flower yes. <laughs> and then uh, and then in the Ontario parks they have the comfort stations, so comfort stations where there's the showers, but also more of a like a, a public restroom type of thing. Yep. Uh, and then as far as difficulty, so same can be kind of hard as or difficult or easy as you want to make it. Uh, if you're going car camping, then it's just sort of drive into your site and not having to lug stuff. Uh, and you just unload there, set yourself up. Uh, if you're going more backcountry, then it's a bit more of a deal uh, well it also depends on how much gear you're taking uh, I had a conversation last night with a, a friend from high school and uh, and she, she was talking about getting running into some some weather while they were while they were coming out of Algonquin Park um, and I said well it's not quite as big of a deal for us because we're, we're so loaded down but that we have ballast so we get thrown around a lot less than than somebody who's who's playing at light that's never an issue it's not about light with Thomas and I it should be but it's not <laughs> they like the heavy lifting not really but Thomas Thomas <laughs> is able to do it Thomas so <laughs> uh, yeah so you can do like a kind of beginner friendly where you're just driving in and just unloading when uh Martin my younger one was younger uh, he and I often went on a little overnight camping trip so we would head out on a Wednesday morning go to where we were camping which would usually be within about an hour to an hour and a half of where we live and just set up our tent set up our our um, air mattress and outside of that we just kind of go explore the campground we had a bin which Tim was quite kind about organizing for us of kitchen gear stuff we would need for cooking but it was a kind of easy peasy low you know low planning low effort it kind of spontaneous thing that we could go do and it was great because we got out in nature and it was good for both of us to be able to be competent at being able to camp on our own yes so difficulty wise it can be hard as difficult as you want uh you can as far as adventure as well you're out camping so you can if you want to take a canoe with you you can go canoeing you can rent a canoe at some of the campgrounds you can go for hikes and there's difficulties different difficulties of trails at the parks and they'll kind of rate them for difficulty so that can be as hard as difficult as you want and then some of the co more common fears that people might experience about the concept of camping uh, is just safety particularly that's a concern when you are a female especially if you're a female and you're camping alone camper christina is awesome if you want to check out any of her videos on youtube she does solo camping in backcountry in places like Tomogamy. So it's something that she's been able to kind of overcome and we'll have lots of information about how to do that if you're interested in backcountry camping. She's absolutely the bomb. And and just to throw back to the, the tents where, you know, I was talking about dome tents and fiberglass poles so they're easy peasy. 
camper Christina takes out this big heavy canvas winter tent with with poles that you have to you know stab into the ground and and lugs a lugs a um a stove out there to heat it and stuff like that so she is amazing she does stuff that i'm not positive i could pull off so big big win there but yeah absolutely check out her content yeah so safety wise you can carry a personal alarm of some sort with you just if you feel like you are in danger at some point um self-defense things that well and more if it's uh, you're concerned about um, something like bears you can take bear spray with you just to protect yourself from bears uh, if it's more about other campers generally like I've done several overnight trips by myself with our young one and never felt any in any kind of danger or any kind of threatening situation at least here again on Ontario parks yeah uh, well I uh, would relate quickly a story in one of the Facebook groups, I remember distinctly because it, it, it totally stunned me. I hadn't ha- given it any thought before. Um, somebody was asking about, you know, what if what if a lake in a backcountry is full? You know, there's all, all the sites are taken, but you've booked a site, so theoretically that's not possible. Um, do you go around and start asking people to see their permits? Uh, and that became a, a bit of a lively discussion. Uh, a woman piped up, and I for the life of me can't remember um anyhow she piped up and said i'm not showing anybody my permit and let other than a ranger because because there's no way i'm giving that information out to anybody else so the permit details like i'm going to be on this campsite this day this campsite this day this campsite this day so this is where she felt like she didn't want to be disclosing information like because that. because then you know she gets somebody starts stalking her or who, who knows and I, I was absolutely blown away and i went okay i can't i can't even be part of this conversation because i had would it would never occur to me but now that you've mentioned it i feel terrible that that guys are dicks and that 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 puts you in that position to, to feel that way that's tim apologizes on their behalf yeah i do <laughs> Just if you are in Ontario parks, there are park rangers around. So if you do feel like unsafe in some way, um, even in backcountry, that you can um, get help. And if you are doing an Airbnb, then your hosts or if, even private campgrounds will have campground hosts. Um, so there's there are people around that can help you if you need help. Uh, wildlife concerns. So people often do express concerns, especially about bears. Um, here in Ontario, we don't have grizzly bears, so this is, we've mentioned before, that's a whole other topic and probably somewhere best not to go camping. But uh, here in Ontario, uh, the bears that we have are mainly nuisance bears, which are just, they're after your food. And if you're listening to our episode about bear-proofing your campsite, then we have lots of tips in there about how just to hopefully not attract bears. And just um, as far yeah, dangerous encounters, like, bears again are unlikely to be coming after you they're just mainly after your food if if you've left it somewhere where it will attract them so we just try to avoid that Um, but you do have the option of having bear spray that you can spray on the bear it's not like bug spray you don't put it on yourself (laughs) that'll go poorly for you uh, and then in terms of like solo camping trips, I mentioned like Camper Christina is awesome. So check out her content if you are interested in doing a solo trip. If you are doing it for the first time, definitely you want to try like stay within your your limits and stay within your comfort level. Don't get yourself in over your head. Um, maybe start something quite simple and then work your way up to like a tomogamy kind of trip. Uh, make sure that you're giving somebody your itinerary, which is always a must when you are camping especially backcountry camping 
and make sure that you've got a satellite locator like our Zilio. And uh, having a whistle or even something like that too, just again, attract attention. Um, as scouters, we encourage like having something you can use as a reflection. So if somebody is searching for you overhead in a plane or an aircraft, they you can reflect so that they can see a shiny object down there and know it's you. Take a first aid kit with you, taking a compact flashlight, maybe having some extra food or snacks with you just in case you go on a hike and you get lost. You've got something to sustain yourself. Uh, if it gets dark, maybe you want something that you can double as shelter for the night so that then you can wait until it's daylight and you can see your way back. Uh, Self-defense things again just mostly is awareness like try to be aware of who is around you and and practice just safety uh, any safety like you might do at home in the city yeah you know <clears throat> unusual noises that might not be animals or something or might be might be animals take a headlamp uh you know lot, lots of light is always your friend i don't know i plow through blindly like some <laughs> absolute moron most of the time uh yeah so again there's just ranges of of getting out in nature options. So first is glamping where you, again, you've got it, somebody else has a setup already for you. You just go, they've got a comfy bed, you've got electricity, you may even have a private bathroom uh, and potentially access to showers and anything that you might feel like all the comforts of home. And uh, Jeeves can bring you breakfast in the morning. <laughs> Uh, and then you can go on a, a like a yoga or wellness retreat. There's tons of those. There are kind of Felgonquins of interest. You can certainly uh, check out those. They, and then that combines some fitness activities, some yoga. Sometimes they will provide your food. And um, and there's a guided activities too. When we talked to, who did we talk to? That Driftwood Paddle. Driftwood Paddle, who does um, guided tours. So if you feel like you want to venture into the backcountry but you don't want to do it on your own you can always do a guided tour bit uh, of a teaser they're coming up on our hundredth episode <laughs> if you can if you want to combine some like I, i'm not the type to just kind of sit around in the campsite i want to be off doing something either exploring trails going for a bike ride going for a swim going for a canoe paddle um rock climbing, kayaking, zip lining, all of these can be part of the adventure. So it's not just, just sitting in a campsite if you're concerned about being bored. Uh, there's the social aspect of it. So we've gone camping with, with my family, with our extended family. And it's it's been awesome just being able to hang out with those people for a weekend uh, or a few days during the week and just sit around the camp for our share stories and adventures during the day. And then being able to observe photography and um, observe nature and do some photography while you're there just to capture the essence of your adventure. Um, we've got this treasure trove of pictures that Tim has taken while we've been camping that come up on our smart, smart screen in the kitchen. And just it's such a wonderful way to recall when our kids were younger and when, when we did do camping with the extended family and um, all sat around the campfire together and shared food and rotated who was making dinner that night and had different exposures to different kind of meals than what we would normally do. <laughs> Very different meals, yep. So I hope that that has covered some of the concerns, reservations people might have about camping. Uh, certainly, I probably would have had a lot of those at some point. And thankfully, because Tim was an experienced camper when we met, uh, I've been able to learn from him and glean you know, how to do things and 
how to do it in a safe and enjoyable and comfortable and fun way. Yeah, well, and, and just to throw it out there, I mean, uh, I think Pamela mentioned that, that I used to sort of prep their gear and stuff for them when, when she and uh, our youngest would go uh, out, out for an overnight. Um, I, it wouldn't even occur to me now because because she can do all the things like she knows all the things she can she can work a checklist she knows all the gear she she knows what she likes so it doesn't have to be like I don't I don't have to wrangle that and I think that's fantastic so anybody anybody can learn to 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 do the things to camp and find a way to be you know one with nature and uh, and safe and all that sort of stuff so yeah lots of our friends on YouTube have lots of advice about how to do it, how to do it safely, and how to make it enjoyable. And that's it for us for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please do reach out to us if you have any questions, concerns, any topics you would love us to talk about. We would love to hear from you. Our email address is hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's H-I at supergoodcamping.com. And we are on all of the social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And we will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.